0: Hi, welcome back to another episode of the Tele Hub podcast. I'm Marta Hamilton, your host. And today I get to speak with Ryan Devon from Grounded Wellbeing Practice. Welcome.
1: Thank you so much. I'm so happy to be here. Thanks for having me.
0: It's exciting to have you on here because I've, I've hopped on a Zoom call with you before just to learn a little bit about your practice and, and what you're doing for the mental health and wellness community. And I just knew I needed to interview you um, because I mean, you're just doing some really amazing things. To give you a little bit of a background for those listeners, Ryan Devon is a licensed clinical social worker, and in Georgia, Florida, South Carolina, he is also a clinical uh, hypnotherapist, a meditation teacher, a vibrational sound therapist. He does this as the founder and clinical director of Grounded Wellbeing, which specializes in providing mental health therapy and holistic wellness services to the LGBTQ plus community. He leads a team of providers who provide traditional talk therapy, yoga therapy, energy healing, and parenting coach uh, coaching. So a little bit of everything. And I think I actually left out of a, a state, right? Who's, I, yes, I, here.
1: Wisconsin too. <laughs>
0: Wisconsin. Yes, I'm sorry. I was just That's okay. Reading. But that's amazing because that's exactly, I just thought, oh my gosh, here's this person just spreading mental health and wellness across states, you know, across borders and in so many ways, like truly just spreading, spreading so much goodness and healing. And so I knew I needed to talk to you (laughs) in depth and just record it for the world to to hear. So I want to start with asking, why do you do the wellness work that you do?
1: Yeah, no, I'm so glad you asked. And thank you. I mean, yeah, as you can see, I stay busy. I love what I do, though. And it truly is a passion. It's a joy. And it doesn't feel like work to me. Um, And so for the listeners, yeah, I mean, I am a transgender man, and I am a queer person, too. Um, and so it meant a lot to me to have supportive, safe spaces when I was growing up. It was something that I needed. And so I really approach this work and I embody this idea of be who you needed when you were younger. And I just really try to create that space for people to be able to thrive and identify what wellness can be, even if it's some of those you know more nontraditional methods that we might not always go to or think of. Um, and recognize that it's not one size fits all. I think that's what we aim to do is just provide options and opportunities, and then really let clients, you know, um, have their autonomy and choice and what kind of aspects of health and wellness they want to engage in. Um, and yeah, just wanting to center community and heal within community. Um, that part is really big and important for us. And yeah, it's a little bit about me and I love what I do.
0: Yeah, I mean, well, the passion is very clear in talking to you in the times that we've talked before and just hearing a little bit about what brought you into it. I always love connecting that that people's why and the story behind what they're doing. Um, It's always so fascinating because I think that passion shines through clearly in the work that you're doing and um, just hearing everything from parenting coaching and um, energy modalities that you're doing. Uh, Talk to us a little bit about if a client comes to you, because I think a lot of people are curious and do I need more of a clinical perspective? Like, do I go to therapy or do I go to energy work? And, you know, social media and TikTok and all that is full of just a lot of information in this area and sometimes. So I just want to empower listeners to know what would it look like to go to to Grounded well being, for example, and how do you know which modality of work would be best for you?
1: Yeah, no, that's great. And I think, you know, really, a lot of it is just kind of like listening, kind of understanding, hearing what is showing up for someone or what they're looking, you know, for help with. And we have a fantastic, you know, intake coordinator and team who really helps specialize in figuring out what aspects people might be interested in and sharing what the opportunities are. Um, And so, you know, we assess for risk and things like that. And of course, you know, if there's mental health things showing up that we really feel like that's the primary concern, then we make sure that we get someone connected to a therapist. And then throughout the course of working with them, um, the clinicians can share, you know, about other opportunities that exist that are in addition to some of the other services that they are working on in individual therapy, but that they have the opportunity to join the yoga therapy group classes if they want, if they, you know, are interested in going to some of the healing group meditation sessions that we have. I think what's so important for us is recognizing that when it's in our space, we can confirm it's uh, an affirming space and that it's a safe space. And I think, you know, too, we, we really function from an attachment and relationally styled lens as therapists. And so we know that that safe, secure base is really, really important. And creating that safety and autonomy for clients um, is super duper important. And um, yeah, they feel safe here. They know that they can come here and engage in some of these other things that they might not feel like they can do out in the world. It's anxiety inducing for me to even walk into a yoga therapy, you know, or yoga studio, something like that. Um, And I have lots of skills and I've done my own healing work and lots of resourcing, right? And so, of course, for a client that could be even more anxiety inducing. Um, So we just want to remove barriers and increase access in ways that we can.
0: No, I just, I think that creating that safe space is so key. Like you mentioned, I think that that's everything. I I could imagine a very warm inviting place. And I think you said something in the beginning that I think is so helpful is for listeners out there. It's so hard to take that first step sometimes for seeking support in your healing. But to know that there are places like Grounded Wellbeing that have someone who's a first step, like an intake coordinator, they're trained, they can share all that they're offering um, and, and they can help guide you in the process. You're not alone, I guess is what I'm trying to say, that there are people whose whole role is to help you feel the best support possible before you even step foot or I guess sign on if it's virtual before you even step foot into an office or sign on to a session you're gonna have support, and I think that's something just uh, look out for. I know not everybody can have an intake coordinator, but just that first step—people asking questions and being curious—a clinician who is curious from a point of compassion and support—just something that's so valuable. So, so okay, someone comes into the because I'm I'm I, I remember when I spoke to you, I said I wish I could go to your <laughs> to your. <practice." laughs> And, and just, you know, I'm, I'm a, I was raised, I was raised, I was trained from the perspective that to be a clinician, you should do your, some of your own work too, right? You should actively be working. It's kind of like, you know, if you're helping people with their mental health, you should, you should maybe go in and talk to a therapist and do your own work too. Similar to if you're helping people with their physical health as a, as a personal trainer, you should be doing your own workouts and different things too. Um, so I I wonder from my own perspective and in, in, in seeking a provider for myself, I always get excited and curious when I see these really amazing opportunities and uh, different clinicians with different backgrounds and uh, offerings. So talk to me about energy modalities a little bit as they can blend and support Wellness, because you know, I feel like I have a really unique opportunity. You have a clinical background, and you're offering you 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 lead a team that offers energy healing. Talk to me a little bit just about that, what you've seen.
1: Yeah, absolutely, sure. And I think this is such a an important conversation too, right? Because I know it comes up when we think about ethics and, you know, legally and all of these kinds of things, right? And so I think it's helpful, yeah, to just kind of share, you know, how I've approached it and and what we do and that kind of a thing. Um, And then, yeah, just knowing that, yeah, I'm a big proponent in uh, doing our work too. And I think I mentioned, you know, some of these things, Um, the reason I'm passionate about sharing it with the world and incorporating it into wellness is because for my own personal journey, I found it incredibly helpful. You know, yes, of course, big believer in therapy, love therapy. I've done a lot of therapy in my life um, that has been incredibly beneficial. But me personally, I've also found a lot of powerful shifts that I've experienced from, you know, receiving Reiki or having Reiki sessions done from, you know, being in sound healing group sessions or doing one-on-one sound and vibrational therapy I mean I have experienced those shifts in my body I know how powerful it is right and I think too just having done it myself it creates safety for clients too to know like okay yeah this is this is healing too healing doesn't have to just look like this it can also be like this and I just I'm really passionate about somatic work and body work and, you know, moving those things in and out of the body because we store that energy, energy gets stuck. And so when we think about energy work, right, like that's all it is. It's just trying to create more balance energetically and to put your body back into alignment to move that energy through because it does get stuck. It's like stagnant water, right? If a river's not flowing, it becomes stagnant, just ease builds. And so we want to think about energy in that way, too, where everything is energy. Everything resonates at a certain frequency, right? And so if we're misaligned or something's out of alignment or not flowing the way that we want it to be, then we can incorporate some of these other things that really help get your body back into balance. And that's what it's all about. So whether that's through movement, through yoga, or it's through a Reiki session like we provide, we're just aligning that energy and yeah, getting things flowing again. Um, and so, you know, I am trained in Reiki, I, I am trained in Reiki one and two, I don't utilize it in my practice, though, just because, like I said, you know, the ethics of everything, I'm trying to keep everything pretty separate. And so the way that I've structured it is, you know, me doing the therapy us having our therapist, our team of therapists, and then we've got our energy healers, and, you know, our um, Reiki masters that work alongside us and the yoga therapists who are able to provide some of that additional support to us. Um, but we can keep it very separate in that way and um not overlapping right so keeping that distinction of you know if this is one of my therapy clients and i'm doing therapy with them but if this is a you know uh, an energy healing client they're seeing their energy healing person right so i think that's kind of how we've how we've structured it and i hope that's helpful for people to hear um and then of course you know that there can be overlap we're just not providing everything directly if that makes sense Um, and then the group healing sessions that I do, the sound healing, I mean, any, it's open to anyone in the community. So anybody can come. If you're a client, you can come. And if you're not, you can also come. It's an open space. Um, and we see ourselves as kind of a wellness center in that way. Um, and then in terms of the clinical hypnotherapy work that I do, I mean, that is absolutely amazing and such powerful stuff. I love it. It was, you know, the best training I've ever done. Um, And so I've seen amazing shifts utilizing that with um, my clients, you know, doing work with trauma and anxiety and depression um, and utilizing trance and the subconscious mind to, you know, really go back to some of these past painful experiences, do a lot of that powerful healing work. And then what I love so much about it is the, the client actually gets a recording of my voice and the positive aspects of the session that I then share with them. And then they use that outside of session for reinforcement. And so, of course, you know, uh, as a psychodynamic person, I love that transitional object component. Um, but yeah, just amazing shifts. I absolutely love that. So,
0: wow. I'm so, I'm so, I'm even more curious now. <laughs> so, <laughs> so. So my background, also, I love therapy. I, you know, I'm an LPC supervisor. I love working on the clinical aspect of therapy. I think there's so much value in it. In my own personal life, I also have experienced just in- incredible healing, and and just like you mentioned, the release. You know, of 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 just go- stuff going on in the body, just in our our emotions, our memories um, that are stored. Um, through therapy, Reiki, acupuncture, I just, I think there's a lot of awesome to support. Uh, I'm, a, yes. I'm a registered yoga teacher because I just found it so, so amazing. I had to, you know, intellectualize it and learn more. I wanted to dive into it. But um, I think it's an amazing, uh, for some people, uh, an amazing opportunity to support clinical work that they're doing right. Uh, I love that you're open to the public too. As a wellness center, what an incredible! So I I mean, you're a safe space, but you're an inviting space too. It sounds like, and I I love I love that. But I got so curious about the clinical uh, hypnotherapy aspect because I'm wondering what what kind of um, areas of support would you recommend hypnotherapy for? So people struggling with what type of of issues? You mentioned maybe like going back to a difficult memory. Is it yeah I'm just curious you know who would maybe benefit from from hypnotherapy
1: yeah I mean it's great stuff really truly I mean it could be utilized with lots of different things um you know and there's different techniques too that you learn throughout the training that um you get to use for different things but it's great for behavior changes so if you're trying to stop something or start something it's really helpful for that and um also helpful for you know trauma it's a it's a gentle way of like revisiting past traumatic experiences and there's different techniques that you can utilize whether it's a discrete trauma um, kind of like you know very definitive beginning and an end there's a technique you can utilize for that where again the therapist is with you revisiting the there and then but in the here and now and so you're safe you're supported you're kind of held in that space and in trance um, and the subconscious is really coming in to do a lot of that work, um, connecting with your higher self, your wise mind, you know, whatever you want to call it, you know, that is also there with you supporting you. And I think it's just really powerful and it's really gentle. I mean, I just love the approach. I love the technique. Um, and then, yeah, great for anxiety, great for stress. Um, there's techniques that you can utilize with, you know, OCD type behaviors, Um and you know CBT type approaches that you can utilize in trance too. That it's just incredible stuff. I mean, it's really wonderful. Lots of things that it helps with.
0: Wow, I had no idea. I you know when you brought up the changing the behaviors, I had heard that. Mm-hmm. It makes sense. Yeah. In terms of anxiety and things, what about the process of letting go though? For people oh like yes. Having anxiety. Oh, absolutely. Right? Like I, you know, like letting go and let someone else kind of talk them through that. I mean, I'm sure that's a that's a Kind of exercise in and of yeah. itself. I mean, it sounds like you provide a recording. So that's kind of reinforcing, probably too, right? Of the mm-hmm. positive through it. But I
1: mean, yeah. I would imagine. That oh, yeah. There's so well. much releasing. Oh. So much releasing. Yeah. Well, and, you know, there's techniques too that, you know, are helpful with pain. So if there's somatic pain that is showing up in the body, but doesn't have, you know, necessarily like a physical origin that has been identified. Um, with physical health doctors or things like that, then maybe it's more somatic based and um, psychosomatic. And so you can actually work with that with the hypnotherapy as well. And um, in trance to release kind of what that's related to. And then also, you know, emotions, things like that. Um, Yeah. Lots of releasing that is done during that trance state. And then you're just reinforcing the positive. So when you're shifting the beliefs, that's the part that you're reinforcing for the person. Um, But what's really powerful about it is that, you know, through the process you're learning, you know, you might start, and I'm sharing this as a personal example, because as part of the training, you experience this yourself. Um, And so you might start by saying, oh yeah, I wanna quit drinking coffee first thing in the morning. And then you find that it's actually related to something that happened in childhood. And you're like, wow, I did not think that we were gonna get there, but of course it's rooted in some childhood stuff, right? Um, and so, but I think that insight is so helpful too for clients, but also for you as the clinician, because as you befriend that subconscious and you're working with it, you learn a lot about the client. They learn a lot about themselves. I mean, it's just wonderful. It's just great. I could talk about it all day.
0: Yeah. I might mean, have to do a different segment where I just pick your brain on it because. I'm picturing it's like a light speed opportunity to kind of gain gain insight into things that you yes. might not be aware of in so many ways. I mean, it just sounds so incredible. How yeah. how long is a session typically? Like, is there a preparation session? I've never done hypnotherapy, so now I'm I'm also really <laughs> curious. Is there really like-
1: really curious? Yeah, yeah. So. Yeah, so it's structured different ways, you know, my existing clients have access to it. So if I find that something is coming up, and I'm like, Oh, you know, this might be something that we want to try with hypno, you know, we'll talk about that. And I'll introduce it. So you can do it in that way. Um, I can also see people for, you know, kind of shorter duration type treatment sessions. So you know, depending on what they're showing up with, what they're wanting to work on, we can structure it in like four to six sessions. We try to really move through a lot of what's showing up. Um, The first session is typically, you know, rapport building like we always do, right? Um, And then just kind of learning more about the presenting concern, um, doing a resource state. So part of hypnotherapy, you know, and to practice it ethically, you want to make sure that the client has um, or the person has uh, resources, enough resources to be able to tolerate the trance state Um, and things that come up for them. And so you just kind of want to assess ego strength and and resources. And so you'll do that in the first session. It's really just kind of like a very gentle kind of guided meditation is what it's like, but introduces them to trance. You see how they tolerate it. How do they respond to it? Is it something that they like, right? And so I think again, getting back to that client choice and autonomy, that part is really important um, before you get into the deeper stuff. And so you kind of build out the tolerance in that way. Um, So yeah, does that answer your question?
0: Yeah, no that's nice and then in, it's very oh gentle, very kind of a yes. gentle approach it's not just yeah kind of you show up and you're gonna go into yeah i don't know the the term i guess trans trans and just
1: yeah be lost yeah, you know? yeah. Kind of which like can feel different. really scary
0: right that's what i'm picturing because
1: Yes. You're like, oh, my gosh, am I giving up my control? Am I going to have access to these things? You know, I think when we think about a stage hypnotist, right, like that's what we think of like, oh, my gosh, somebody's going to make me cluck like a chicken. And it's really not like that at all. You do have much more control. You know, everybody is hypnotizable to an extent. Um, And so I think that's a big part of it, too. There's a lot of informed consent that goes into it and just kind of sharing what to expect what it's like, because, um, yeah, you want to create that safety. I mean, it's so important and it's so needed, you know, um, because it is vulnerable. It's a vulnerable state to potentially be in. And so you want to really make sure that they feel very supported, um, that it's something that's going to work for them. And, you know, again, getting back to that client choice is just, yeah, incredibly important. And then in terms of the, you know, session time, most everything can be done within a 50 minute kind of standard therapeutic hour. Um, Some of the you know, deeper work, uh, the regression techniques where you're really going back to some of these past memories or really stuck emotions. um, Those you need a little bit more time. So like 75 minutes to 90 minutes for the session. Um, Yeah. So.
0: And how many sessions typically? I know it varies, I'm assuming, but, you know, EMDR, for example, might have a recommended kind of structure. Is there a recommendation when it comes to hypnotherapy?
1: So yeah, it kind of depends on like what the presenting concern is and how much resourcing you feel like you might need to do. Um, But I would say most things can typically be addressed within like four to six sessions, depending on what the client is presenting with. Um, And then, you know, in my long term kind of relationships with clients, we'll work on a particular issue and, you know they see shifts after just that one thing. If it's an emotion that we're working on, like shame, for example, you know, the insights that we gain from doing that regression and the reinforcement that they do outside of the session really helps. Um, And we often don't have to revisit it, but sometimes we do. It just kind of depends.
0: Wow. That's really incredible. What age? I'm assuming this is adults typically, or is it not?
1: Maybe it's younger. I don't know. So I, w- I have not done it with kids, and um, but I will say teenagers are open to it. They actually think it is really cool. And again, I think it's just, you know, part of the consent process and, you know, kind of knowing and working with the kid and explaining it to them, also sharing it with the parents, making sure that they're open to it and that they kind of understand and all of that kind of good stuff. Um, but yeah, I mean, I have found that teenagers are fascinated by it and really do like it. So yeah, but most of the time it is with adults that we're doing doing it with.
0: How incredible I'm in, I'm picturing being able to be a teenager, which brings all kinds of different emotions and thoughts and struggles to be able to release so much at such a young age and, and go into kind of early adulthood with just a release and more freedom. I'm imagining what an incredible gift and opportunity that would be.
1: That's- yes. Yes. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: Well, it's very cool too that you mentioned that it's really sounds like collaborative care where you can, I guess, refer in-house. And I'm assuming if you need to kind of talk about uh, maybe some psychosomatic things that come up, maybe gastro issues, and if it's connected and can be worked on through Reiki or whatever other uh, sound bath work or whatever other modalities that you might offer, I think might be best. Do you guide and your clients typically do you typically say, you know, would you like to consider this and, and offer it? Or do you find that most most people kind of want to try a little bit of, of different avenues within your practice since you do offer so much?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I think it, it kind of works both ways. I think one thing that's really great about us is we're a- – team you know we work together we help each other out we have a weekly consultation kind of interdisciplinary team meeting that we do and you know it's nice to have all of these different perspectives in the room right because we might be thinking about it in different ways and we can support each other in that way and a yoga therapist can be like oh my gosh well it sounds like this you know might be out of alignment or maybe we can work on this chakra or something like that you know and we're talking about it and you know, just kind of brainstorming together what that could look like and how we could support this person. And then, yeah, well, you know, sometimes whoever the primary clinician is, will you know, maybe discuss that or mention it and kind of see if they're open to it, how they feel about it, that kind of a thing. Um, And then go from there. And then oftentimes, too, we have a newsletter that goes out every month. And, you know, people see it and they're like, oh, my gosh, well, can I go to this? I'm like, yes, of course. <laughs> you have access to it if it's yours, if you want it, you know? And so I think it kind of works both ways.
0: Oh my gosh, that sounds incredible. Well, if people want to join your newsletter or get in contact with you or your team, cause I know you have a, you have a team. Um, yeah. How, what is the best way for them to get in
1: touch? yeah no i mean we love connecting with other people we're big on community we love building relationships so i would love to hear from you um but please reach out to us our website is groundedwellbeing.org and you can follow us on instagram our handle is at gwb healing and yeah my contact information i'm ryan devon and my email is ryan at groundedwellbeing.org but that'll get you to the right place
0: awesome ryan thank you so much for being a part of
1: our wellness journey thank you